Welcome to The Ether. Today's Wednesday, April 13th, 2022. This episode of The Ether is brought to you by Orbital Command, a community validator on Terra dedicated to educating, expanding, and promoting the lunatic community. Take advantage of their Terra Luna Intel report on Telegram, which brings you the hottest news and updates on all things Terra each and every day. Find it using the link in the show notes. You can also support their community efforts by considering them next time you're delegating or redelegating your Luna. Find out more at orbitalcommand.io. This episode of the Ether is also brought to you by Luart. Luart is the first gamified NFT platform built on the Terra network. Luart provides a seamless minting and trading experience, all while earning you rewards just for being a user. Be sure to follow them on Twitter and join the community in the Discord server for the most up-to-date news and announcements regarding all the hot new NFT launches, platform upgrades, and new projects hitting the secondary marketplace. Are you ready to put your helmet on and join the movement? Find out more at luart.io. TerraSpaces appreciates the support from all our sponsors. Today on the Ether, the Loop Ventures AMA, hosted by Orbital Command. Let's take a listen. Recorded by our friends at uh, terraspaces.org, which can be listened to after the show has ended. Uh, Terraspaces.org are doing great things in this space, obviously keeping their finger on the pulse of all projects. And with that, Maz has just arrived on the scene. Maz, how are you going there, mate? Yeah, good, mate. Good, and thanks for having me. Really excited to be here. Uh, you're so welcome. I was just saying before you got on the call, we're having some technical difficulties with uh, my oh, – I've got people calling me. That's ruining – can you hear me, guys, still? Yeah, yeah I, I can hear you yeah. fine. There was no disruption there. Okay, sorry, I just had my phone ringing in my ear. Um, yeah, just before the phone call, my my computer decided it wanted to uh, freeze and I was trying to message you in the group. And Anyway, we've arrived feeling fresh, feeling invigorated and adrenaline is well and truly coursing through the veins, which should make for an exciting conversation. Maz, I was there, uh, giving Loop Ventures a quick introduction before essentially saying that at the core of it, you guys, uh, uh, the investment slash incubator arm, of Loop Finance, what I'd love to do is have you uh, do a little introduction, have a little bit of a riff on Loop Ventures, uh, your role in it. And yeah, awesome. Cool. Yeah, no, look, I mean, uh, you know, there's lots to discuss. And I think, you know, firstly, we're very excited about the TerraDapps Expo, you know, which hopefully we can uh, go into detail about today. Um, so just a brief intro with uh, Loop Ventures and, and why we're kind of about. Um, so, you know, I think uh, most people know about the uh, about Loop Finance and the decks that we have. So, uh, you know, that was... Um, that, that was started a little while before Loop Ventures. And what we looked at is we found that there's a, a lot of opportunity in the Terra ecosystem and it's growing exponentially. And so um, we, we sought to look, look for the best projects and also look to solve some of the problems in the ecosystem. And, you know, one of the biggest problems in any blockchain ecosystem 
is the quality of projects. You know, there, there's so many scams out there. There's so many low quality projects. There's there's a bunch of things. So uh, with Loot Ventures, we set out to do three things. So first of all, uh, we wanted to make sure that we can actually find the best projects that exist on Terra and be able to give them uh, all the assistance that they need, you know, whether they're at an ideation stage or whether they've raised capital, whether they need help for development, is to be able to incubate these projects and accelerate them to uh, becoming a, a great and successful project that creates value in the ecosystem. So that's number one. Uh, number two is, you know, with Loot Ventures, uh, uh, we also focus on uh, uh, investments. Um, and so by that, I mean, not just kind of, you know, investing uh, capital into things, but it's about actually, uh, it's it's about educating the uh, the the participants, educating the lunatics, educating anyone out there that's making investment decisions into projects so that they're making informed decisions. And so to really help that along. And then finally is uh, is is our focus on impact. Uh, so, you know, across the Loop Group, all of our products, we're focused on uh, creating impact. You know, that's what kind of the end goal is. That's what it's all about. Uh, to be able to solve real world problems. And, and you know, we focus on projects there as well. So I guess, you know, to, to sum it up, the three focuses is, is the three eyes that we have, which is innovation, investments, and impact um that probably you know kind of sums it up and there's, there's a lot of other stuff i can go into but is that what, what you're after that was a very great summary so thank you for providing that and just to uh, provide a bit of clarity to the listeners yourself what is your key role at loop ventures and, and tell us a little bit bit about the team there yeah, yeah, sure thing. So, uh, so, so uh, I'm the I'm the partnerships guy, I guess. <laughs> well, you know, the the, the guy that uh, connects people and, and talks uh, to to as many people as possible. So, uh, I'm the CEO at Loop Ventures, and uh, and we've got an amazing team uh, where we have cross functional roles with uh, with all of our products at uh, at Loop Finance, and uh, we've got an amazing team of. Uh, so we've got Marcella, our chief operating officer. She uh, helps coordinate kind of everything. You know, everyone in crypto space. They all wear hats, multiple hats. But I think, you know, Marcel is probably the one that I've seen has the most hats in her closet. So that's Marcella. We really appreciate, you know, have, having her on, um, uh, coordinating everything, uh, allocating resources to where it's required. Um, I'll just mention a couple of other people in the executive team. Uh, we've obviously got Tom as well, who's the CEO of Loop Finance. Uh, he and I go back, you know, 10, 15 years where we had uh, a vision of kind of where we wanted to uh, see society move towards. And, uh, you know, in more recent years, you know, about five years years ago we, we uh, talked about um, uh, talked about Terra and choosing Terra and very intentionally um, choosing a, a blockchain that's going to be the future of finance so uh, Tom Norwood and uh, we've got Simon Rami who's the CTO uh, across the board um, you know anything tech related is an absolute gun and just you know leads all of the tech teams have got kind of access to tech teams of about 400 around the world um, and then we've got uh, Rachel. Um, she's one of the newest additions to our team um, out of the US. Uh, so she uh, looks at all of our marketing activities, coordinates our, our, our events. And in fact, you know, she's coordinating a lot of the stuff for the TerraDaps Expo, which we've got some super cool stuff that we're already planning on. And uh, then we've got Mo, who uh, is our chief projects officer. She looks uh, after all of our clients, uh, make sure that uh, you know, all the deadlines are being met, you know, cracking the whip, uh, making sure I'm doing what I'm supposed to do, be doing and getting everyone in line. So, um, you know, that, that's the executive team. And we've got uh, some amazing people throughout the world. Uh, a lot of our head, heads of products um, uh, and, uh, and and heads of, uh, I guess, communities, uh, them uh, around the US. Uh, they are also in the UK. We've got dev teams in the Philippines, uh, Eastern Europe, uh, India, Indonesia, Europe, 
Europe, uh, South America, you name it. I mean, look, just like any other blockchain project, you know, we're, we're kind of global. We're all around the world. And we're just focused on getting uh, awesome people who share the same values to join our team. And then we're quickly expanding our team every week. Yeah, and that's, that actually it kind of highlights what I was about to say next is that, you know, your team is far bigger than I first anticipated when I first spoke to uh, both, uh, it was Simon and Tom a couple of weeks back uh, yeah. regarding Loop Finance. And they said, you know, you've got about 50 people in the team. And I was like, oh, right, this is like a really large, uh, much larger operation than I first thought. And then, of course, we've had conversations since, you and I have had conversations since then, uh, as well as some of the other team members there, Mo, Marcella, et cetera. And one of the things that I've, you know, I've actually put up a post the other day. I, th- I said, look, I think people have been sleeping on Loop a little bit. Um, you know, I'm looking at the pools that have been added to the decks. I'm looking at the uh, the user experience overall. I'm looking at what, you know, how often you're shipping, how much, you know, how professional the the conversations have been behind the scenes regarding all things Teradap Expo. Obviously, stepping up to the plate as one of the largest sponsors uh, of the event. And um, yeah, I just I think I've been really uh, I've been personally blown away by how how much is going on over at Loop, and you know, just to kind of reiterate, you've got the Loop decks, uh, the, your community is uh, quite sizable. I think you've got like over a hundred thousand, what is it, hundred sixty-five thousand users last time I checked. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, I mean, you know, we're, we're so busy shipping products, we haven't even updated the figures on our website. But last time I checked, um, it was 100, that was about three, four weeks ago, 165,000 users. We've got over about 60,000 articles that have been written, you know, huge props to uh, all of the writers that contribute. We've got, you know, amazing people that contribute. So it's, uh, you know, it's it's really a community effort um, that, that helps our growth. But um, you know, I just want to call out that, yeah, it's been awesome uh, working with you guys as well already um, with the Teradap 6 and, and just super excited with uh, with what the event's going to be. But, um, you know, in relation to what you've just mentioned there um, uh, regarding, uh, so do I call you doctor or, you know, I, I don't know doctor. if I want to dox you. <laughs> yeah, no, doc, doctor's fine. Dr. Dos, come on, it's perfect. Yeah, okay, all right, cool. I was just about to dox you. No, no, uh, I wouldn't do that. So, um, yeah, so no, doctor... Uh, I think um, uh, you know one of the points you made is I, I don't think people have been sleeping on Loop. It's it's actually uh, more on our side. Um, you know we're focused on shipping the best products, and it's not just about building anything. We really validate our products. We understand the market. We do market testing, and then we we just smash it with actually building a high quality product. Um, and so you know over the last four or five months, that's been our focus. You know Loop is Loop decks, You know although we're huge, we've only been around for about what six months or so. Um, and you know prior to that, we did, did have a, a community as well but uh, our focus has just been on product now we're just about to move into a phase where we really do uh marketing and uh, and awareness campaigns to actually bring loop to the masses and 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 we're not talking just kind of english speaking masses but um real big focus on spanish communities which you know there's so many communities that that have popped up that we're not even aware of and and they're really um uh, engaging and so we want to really support them but um you know that's that's been on us we've uh, intentionally just been focused on product and now we're just going to go out with uh uh with, with marketing awareness and uh, i think you know this is where the teradaps expo you know fits in perfectly with with our uh, ongoing strategy 100 percent, 100 percent. and so you know looking at some of the things that you're working on regarding you know the incubator side of things obviously you've got projects like luna there's hybrid nft there's one cast a solar btc for people that may not have heard of these at this point are you able to maybe to you know fill us in a little bit elaborate on what's going on with those projects what you know what's going on behind the scenes as far as uh, the incubation process and, and sort of what it would look like for any projects that might be listening or developers of those projects who might want to get involved with you in the future. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And um, so I think it's good to start off with, uh, you know, what 
we look for in a project and and this is about the the vetting process and the quality and so you know we've got a we've got quite a strict um uh, vetting process in terms of uh analyzing quality but what we are very flexible as of is you know whatever stage the project is so it doesn't matter if someone's just got a great idea or whether they're you know almost kind of you know completed with their capital raise and and, and building the product we we want to engage with these teams because we're all about finding quality but when it comes to assessing whether we accept them into the incubator we we look at you know first and foremost we, we look at the quality of the founders their experience and their subject matter expertise in what they're building you know so there's there's a lot of projects out there which yes you can turn a great idea into into a marketing pitch deck and, and get capital but we want projects that actually create value by solving real world problems um and you know my, my background's uh, in, in in startups and and vc and so you know in the startup world it's much harder to get capital it's uh you know you've got to prove yourself you've got to get traction and so we kind of hold ourselves to high standards in in that fashion as well and we really look at uh you know is it just an idea or has there been lots of validation that's been done to uh, to uh, show that, yes, you know, this idea is in demand, it solves a problem, uh, there's, uh, the, the, there's a need for it in the market. And so, you know, some of the main focuses that we have is, uh, for example, you know, we, we, we want to connect cryptocurrency to a fiat currency. We want to be able to connect the physical world to the digital world. Uh, we want to connect all the investors that are wanting to, you know, the droves of investors, a massive movement of investments that are coming into crypto space and to be able to help them make these informed decisions and, and understand how it works in the blockchain space. And obviously, you know, CFI to DeFi. So, um, you know, Crypto uh, adoption is still at its very early stages and it's just about to go at that point of inflection to boom. And so we want to be, uh, 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 I guess, a gateway as well as an enabler uh, for people to come in through that gateway. And so that's where really all of our products were born in Loop Ventures uh, for our investment portal and and a few others. So um, I think that's probably the first part of your question, Doctor. Like, was, was there um, kind of follow-up uh, uh, things? You know, you mentioned some of the projects there that, that you wanted me to talk about. Was there something specific that, that your community would, would really value hearing about? Yeah, look, I think just a, maybe a, a brief introduction to each of them. I know that obviously with the uh, Teradup Expo in particular, you know, there's mm. going to be a bit of a focus on Lunar Launcher, and I think that would be something that uh, I myself would like to hear more about, and I think the people uh, who don't yet know about it would be keen to hear about it too. Yeah, yeah, nice. Look, I mean, Lunar Launcher has just been a, an absolute kind of, uh, uh, you know, a trailblazer. And it's just, you know, blitzed in with uh, with some amazing um, concepts and and not, not just concepts, but an actual product ready to go. And so the whitelist actually opens on the 20th. So you can check it out. A uh, bit of a plug there, you know, lunarlauncher.io and you can check them out on Twitter. Um, and and uh, it's 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 real fun actually. That there's a bit of a meme going. Um, so Lunar Launcher will be Terra's first multi-chain launchpad. Um, so it looks to solve the problems that some of the other launchpads are, are you know don't focus on. Um, not saying that you know the, the other launchpads are not good, but because there's there's multiple launchpads there and they're all amazing. We're partnered with every single one of them. Uh, I know them all personally, and I think they do an amazing job. And, and the great thing is that there's a variety of approaches each of these launchpads take. You know, there, there's no um, you know th there's no direct kind of competition there, which I think, you know, the Terra ecosystem needs. Um, and so this is where Lunar Launcher comes and provides a gateway to other chains as well. And this is why we've accepted them into our incubator and and and, uh, and really pushing them forward because they're kind of ready to go. And, you know, they're an infrastructure place. So investors love that. Um, and so what Lunar Launcher will be is that it will actually be a, a multi-chain launchpad, which supports obviously Terra already ready to go, uh, Polygon, Ethereum, Binance Smart Chain, um, 
Solana and uh, most recently Cosmos. You know, we're, we're having a chat with the founders of, of the Cosmos Network. And yeah, we're just really excited because I think Cosmos is, you know, just like Terra's uh, accelerated, I think Cosmos is going to be one of the next ones that really comes up. And there's some amazing projects that are being built. They, they're quite kind of um, uh, early, but I think they're, they're the ones that, that are going to be next. So that's actually now a part of our expansion strategy as well. And so we want to see a lot of Cosmos projects that go in. But the beauty of Lunar Launcher is that uh, it will uh, – Launch tokens that are Terra native, mostly uh, initially, and um, yeah, and that aligns with that with our overall overarching kind of um, uh, I guess strategy and and primary goal of expanding the Terra ecosystem and increasing the adoption of Luna and UST. Love it. And so, I'm just wondering if this ties in at all, and it it probably doesn't, but I'd be curious to know if there is any sort of um, crossover with another big plan that Loop has that probably many people aren't even aware of is the Loop. Uh, payments SD. I know that when I spoke with Tom long term, he was looking at uh, basically Loop having a very prominent payment gateway. I'm just wondering if there's any crossover at all between uh, what's happening there and what's happening at Loop Ventures. Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, I'll, I'll cover that off. Um... Uh, and then I'll talk about some, some of the other um, projects as well, because they're actually quite exciting. Um, you know, we've got Lunart, we've got Hybrid, we've got Solar BTC, which we're, you know, gaining a lot of traction for, um, you know, all very extremely innovative uh, projects. And, uh, and you know, I haven't seen anything um, like them on, on other chains either, which is why we've selected them, because they're, they're unique, not just to Terra, but unique to uh, blockchain and uh, or just, you know, unique to the world. But I'll, I'll talk about them in a moment. First of all, let me answer your question about the payments SDK. So, um, you know, payments is a, is, a, is a big space and there's going to be a lot of players that are already entering the market and uh, want to enter the market. Um, so what we uh, did is back in December, we actually uh, did a thorough investigation and uh, put some you know MBA researchers on to understand where is the largest crypto adoption in the world. Um, and so w- within a couple of weeks, we we're able to find out, um, you know, all the statistics, all the up-to-date information and research on on what's actually going on globally in terms of blockchain adoption, cryptocurrency adoption, uh, uh, you know, centralized finance being, uh, you know, moving into uh, DeFi. And what we found is that uh, Latin America and particularly countries uh, of, you know, Colombia, Argentina, Venezuela, and Mexico, um, you know, Spanish-speaking countries, obviously Brazil as well, uh, the highest, uh, uh, I guess, you know, volume of transactions as well as the, the fastest adopting countries of crypto. I mean, just the other day, I was, I was just speaking to um, uh, uh, this group and, and a couple of people in, in Colombia and, and uh, Argentina. And, you know, buying NFTs for them is just like normal. Uh, you know, Marcella was telling me a story about, uh, you know, she spoke to this girl. She's like, oh, yeah, you know, I just uh, bought some shoes. There's a party on and I just bought an NFT so I can get into the party. So, I mean, that's, you know, I, I don't hear that in Australia. Do you, uh, I don't know. Do you have you heard of stories like that? Not really. Yeah. So it's it's already kind of part of their life and culture and it's adopting. And, and, and so, you know, the next phase, what we found out was that, uh that there there are actually serious problems um uh in in a lot of these countries uh and and this is why the adoption rate is high you know it's not just a cool thing not just for parties but uh you know number one is the the the, the currencies are, are just going down you know they're, they're deflating um very quickly um and very rapidly and that's due to you know number one uh corrupt governments um you know governments don't want to do anything about it number two 
you know, the banking systems are also, you know, tied in with the governments and these banking systems have done nothing to help the people um, in, in these communities and these countries. And then thirdly, even the big corporations, you know, they're focused on profit. So, um, you know, we, we very quickly found out that there was a lot of problems and, and we thought that firstly that it's going to be a, a payments, you know, people need a payment solution and then they'd be able to pay through crypto. But what we found out instead of payments where well, the first focus needs to actually be on savings and investments you know the anchor protocol in, uh, yields up up to you know 19 20% that's that's insane um in you know so there's so many taxes where you know people in colombia and a few other south american countries it's actually better for them to keep their money under their pillows than actually in a bank account right so uh so so th- these are these are serious problems that that have you know wide wide spreading impacts on, on people and so we wanted to go in and solve that problem and so okay all right we need to build this really fast and we want to have uh s- some some sort of sdk um for you know uh, or, or even a solution that can plug into you know any other projects that want to kind of offer this sort of solution um you know not just uh us having it because we 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 want you know adoption of blockchain. We we you know we're we're not focused on competitors. We're focused on solving problems. And so you know we're we're actually just building this now. We'll have a soft launch in a couple of uh, weeks. We're going to do a launch in 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 the actual countries. Um, in about July, and you know, you'll hear all about it in the TerraDApps Expo. But we we want a simple saving solution where people can deposit their funds, you know, get high yields, and uh, and and basically bypass all the you know all the BS that goes on uh, with their financial systems and. And, and, you know, really the end result is to be able to offer something to um, people in these communities and these countries that's actually going to allow them to have a secure, more secure financial future, to be able to, you know, invest the money that they work so hard for to actually build the next uh, the next stage of their wealth, you know. And and I, I heard something really great with um, uh, with, with someone from, from someone today um, is that, you know, and she, she's done lots of research uh, in this space. Nina, by the way, shout out to um, uh, Nina. So she said that, you know, generally it takes about five generations for uh, for, for, for wealth to be built. Um, five, five generations, that, that's a long time, you know, that's it's about 125 years. Um, but with the advent of blockchain, and people being uh, becoming you know aware and literate of, of finance uh, and DeFi, they can make that change within one generation, and that's really powerful. You know, and that's kind of what we're driving towards to uh, you know build build the uh, investment portal. Uh, sorry, the investment app, the uh, you know payments SDK. Uh, there, there's a bunch of other things that we want to do, which is you know providing microfinance to. Um, to to communities, you know, whether even just a one thousand dollar loan to to some of these, you know, lower income communities can change the entire trajectory of their lives. So, you know, that, that's the sort of stuff that, that we're working on. I mean, that's one of the projects. There's this, you know, also Loop Food, where we're taking on Uber, um, yeah, various others. But uh, you know, that's that's uh, yeah. Don't, don't don't want this to be just you know product product focused conversation. I just want to uh, you know focus on um, the questions that, that that people might have, and maybe even some of the projects that that we've got uh, that that are in your incubator right now. Certainly. Yeah, yeah. So let's go to the projects in the incubator. Obviously, I mentioned a couple before. We had the uh, hybrid NFT. would love to hear a bit more about what that is. Yeah, awesome. So Hybrid Smart Factory is the world's first physical NFT minting factory. Um, you know, when when we heard of the concept, we're like, hey, this is this is awesome. Like, you know, is this going to uh, like, you know, how do, how do we actually make this work? And so what hybrid um, smart factory is, it's going to be a factory in Dubai. Um, they're going to place an order very soon um, and it takes a couple of months for it to come about. And this smart factory will be able to have NFTs printed physically. These NFTs are actually validated uh, by their NFT platform and it will have a mark, uh, a signature marker with a special kind of ID where others can uh, check on that ID to see that the on-chain that it's an NFT. Um, also, people will be able to watch their physical NFTs being minted because they'll have a camera fixed and you can ha- have a minted 
and you can actually produce like it's not just a, a piece of painting they can they can inscribe on uh, on things like glass on things like merchandise uh, on various things and and the coolest thing about this is that um, uh, Ben and Geordie the founders they're actually existing licensees with major brands like uh, like Star Trek with uh, Marvel with Power Rangers Ninja Turtles you know all of these brands they've already held existing licenses so it's not just kind of a dream and, and wish it's like okay all right great well we're, we're taking our expertise and experience into blockchain space so that's uh you know that, that's hybrid smart factory in a nutshell and i guess to summarize it you know what they're doing is they're connecting uh the physical um which is you know let's say clothing and apparel to the digital you know you can have an nft on the t-shirt that you've actually you know physically got, got printed and then the metaverse you know for example with lunaverse one of our other um uh, partners and portfolio projects is that uh you, you can actually wear that t-shirt in, in the metaverse like uh you know, yeah and, and lunaverse is only one but you know decentraland and various other places so um, super cool, super interesting project. Uh, it's uh, hybridnft.io if anyone wants to check out more details on them. Great little rundown there. And I'm looking at their product roadmap at the moment. And for anyone who's listening and doesn't have access to a computer to look at uh, hybridnft.io or, you know, so listen with their phone in their pocket. But uh, these guys <laughs> look like they're going to be, you know, everything's operational and charging by October. So keep your eyes out over the next six months uh, for things happening with hybrid NFT. That would bring us to one of the next ones, which is uh, the EOI, Solar BTC. Tell us a bit about that one. Yeah, so just just to wrap up hybrid uh, NFT, I mean, the, the factory is going to be live, but there's actually going to be a lot of cool drops. I mean, for example, the, the, the team are in contact with the agents of Usain Bolt, with uh, Ronaldo, and there's going to be some cool NFT drops that, that are going to happen even before it's minted. And so you can actually pick up an NFT, and then when the factory is live, you can actually uh, get that printed if you wanted. So, uh, yeah, and, and you know, watch this space because it's going to be within the next month or two months where people will be able to own tokens uh, within hybrid as well to participate. So, um, um, yeah, yeah. So, so, so that's that. Um, so going on to solar BTC, um, very simple, um, quick rundown of the project. It is a, uh, uh, it, it's a solar farm which is uh, re-establishing uh, utility for a lot of um, uh, these factories, you know, around the world, and particularly you know in Detroit where they're abandoned factories, and converting them into solar farms and data centers, and then and 100% pure solar energy, which you know a lot of people claim. But the the, the founders, um, uh, Jason and Sean, you know, they've done multi-billion-dollar projects in the past. In fact, they're doing projects for governments, and so they are an absolute gun team, probably the number one experts uh, when it comes to uh, solar and also BTC mining infrastructure. So they've combined forces and, and there's also a company called Green Data, uh, which uh, actually purchases the land and things like that. So with this, it's a, it's a BTC play where people can get um, a yield from the BTC and it grows. And so the first project will be anywhere between uh, uh, about you know, 5 mil to about 15 mil. Following project will be 50 to 60 mil. And then after that, about 500 mil uh, project where we're doing massive solar fields in Dubai deserts, in you know, Australia is a desert country, as you know, uh, where we can do tons and tons of stuff with it and and also you know um provide electric um electricity to places in remote places that that don't actually have that capability so there's a connection to impact there as well um so yeah that's solar btc fantastic and obviously again another big project uh with lots of you know talented skilled people behind it for people that want to get involved with that one solarbtc.io you can scroll halfway down the page and register your interest in the ido if that is of interest to you um there's another one that i do want to cover and then we'll, we'll transition towards some other things, uh, maybe perhaps tear it up expo and then open the floor for some people to uh, ask some questions. There's a lot of information that's coming through and I just want to acknowledge you know, there's I, I know that there's such a small amount of time here with an hour and so much going on. Yeah. So 
we're doing our best to get through it. But um, the other one was uh, one cast. Now I don't actually know much about one cast. Can you please give me a little bit of a rundown on that one? Yeah, look, we haven't announced anything on OneCast. Um, I kind of told you guys about it, but that's coming soon. The, the, the other one that is exciting, that's in play at the moment, they've already raised uh, over a million dollars with StarTerra, you're super oversubscribed, is Lunart. Um, these guys are amazing. They're actually artists themselves. This is an artist protocol and launchpad, which means what they do is they'll actually be able to take artists and the community votes on what sort of artists that they want on the, on the uh, uh, NFT marketplace. They'll actually help these artists to actually develop uh, everything that they need to actually do an NFT series launch. But some of the cool things about it is that, you know, not is it just a launch pad, it's not just a marketplace, it's it's a launch pad. It's got a really cool burning mechanism. You know, I won't go through that that, that in detail, but um, have a look at their pitch deck and, and the, the the model is, yeah, I mean, really exciting. And, uh, you know, they actually came up with it. They've also got Fractal Art, which is, you know, how they built up their own community. They do some amazing work there. But with this, um, uh, with this protocol, it's not just focused on uh, digital art, it's physical art. You know, they've got artists that have, you know, sold their physical art in excess of $100,000 and more. Uh, and they're partnering up with these artists to actually release it into the NFT space. And these artists don't have any way of moving to the digital world. Uh, not only that, they're partnering up with art galleries around the world. Um, there'll also be art like, for example, you know, 3D scanning of sculptures. There's also going to be, uh, let's say, you know, photography art. So if you're an artist and if you're forming some sort of art that, you know, evokes emotion, um, you know, th these guys are it. And then these guys are actually creating the gateway uh, and opening the doors for artists to move into the digital world um you know while they can still you know produce their art and it's actually availing a lot of communities um to participate in these sorts of things where they're not familiar with blockchain, right? So we're, we're bringing a ton of people into the Terra ecosystem through Lunart because Lunart, number one, are bringing these artists. These artists have sometimes communities of over, over millions of people and they're going to be coming in and joining the Terra ecosystem and participating um, you know, in, in the NFT sales and and participating in, in uh, the arts token, which is the Lunart token. So it just made a lot of sense, you know, where, where there's a network effect that's created for artists by artists. Incredible. Love it. Love it. Now, looking at the time, we're half an hour in. Um, yeah. I'll check in with you here just before we open the floor up. Uh, obviously, you guys are going to be coming over to Texas, as I said, one of the biggest sponsors of the TerraDAP Expo there. Um, and I'm just curious to know, how many on the team have been confirmed now? How many of you guys are coming over? We've already got 14. We are super excited. Um, I'll tell you what, um, this is... You know, this is actually, as I mentioned, you know, we're moving out with marketing and really getting exposure and really connecting with people. And uh, this is actually our first and biggest event, which is why we wanted to partner up with you guys and be the major sponsors here to really kind of uh, represent. And, you know, we're also taking the whole team over. Um, so we've got about, you know, 12 confirmed, another few more to come. So, yeah, we're going to have massive representation there. And uh, it's actually the first time that uh, a lot of our team members are meeting in person, the IRL. Isn't it funny how that works, hey? Like I, I literally messaged a few of my mates this morning. I have a little, you know, crew of, like, let's call it a, a personal Dow. Um, yeah. And I was just like, man, life has changed dramatically in the last year. Um, and obviously I, I, I owe a lot of that to Luna and, and the Terra ecosystem. But it's now I, the people I'm talking to every day, like, like yourself and the mm. rest of the team at Loop. It's like we're, we're all going to get together soon. And we've been talking, you know, we've been communicating for a while now. And it's just like mm. we've, we've built up all these friendships and, again, communities with people that, you know, we, we, none of us have even met. Mm. <laughs> it's just yeah. it's, a, it's a phenomenal time to be alive. I know, right? I mean, you and I haven't met and, you know, we're in the same country. So, yeah, that's, that's going to be awesome. 
Looking forward to it. Well, there's lots of fun things that are happening. And, of course, um, I'm happy to talk about a few of the things right now, maybe drop a little bit of light alpha. I'm going to be jumping on uh, Danku R's show tomorrow night uh, to do sort of a full rundown of everything Teradap Expo. But I think what a lot of people don't realize about the Expo is how much we've got going on, not only within the Expo itself, but outside of it and throughout the course of that entire week. So just for context, the event itself is happening on the 9th and 10th of June. Uh, And either side of it, we do have two events happening, one being Decentricon and the other being Consensus. Um, So there are going to be lots of crypto heads in Austin already at that point in time, not to mention all the lunatics that we are bringing with us. But um, we wanted to make sure that we structured the week so that for the people that travel, you know, interstate or even internationally, they've got things to do throughout the course of the week. And so I'm pretty sure you're part of the main uh, Teradap Expo community chat, yeah? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Look, I mean, um, uh, yeah, there's a lot of exciting projects going on at at that time. But, you know, Teradax Expo is is our main focus. And, yeah, uh, uh, I mean, there's yeah, it's just going to be an awesome program. You know, you guys are... Uh, letting us know more and more all the time. So, you know, I, I don't want to accidentally uh, release Alpha that you're not really ready to release, but yeah, look, su- super excited. Yeah, I, I, I think what's uh, funny is the things that have that are materializing and becoming real that were initially jokes in a, in a group conversation. Uh, for example, we've got uh, the leader of Cash at the moment who, well, for a few weeks, he was talking about having a, uh, a ramen eating contest and it was kind of, <laughs> Kind of just an in-house joke initially, but we know we are actually doing it. There's going to be a major ramen eating contest. There's going to be a basketball contest to raise money uh, as a charity event for uh, Android Protocol. And I can see Chauncey's actually in the call at the moment. So we've got lots of fun things happening outside the event. In the event, just for uh, just for a bit of clarity, we've got over 50 dApps. So anyone who is not yet aware, we've got over 50 dApps confirmed, locked and loaded, ready to rock and roll. And in fact, we have a waiting list. So what we are doing at the moment is having conversations with the hotel to see if there are any possibilities that we can get some extra room. Because um, ultimately, you know, we've got the boots themselves and then we've got lots of activities that are happening within the place. Um, some some are really uh, quite novel and they will be divulged on Danku's show tomorrow. But um yeah, we want to make sure that we can accommodate as many apps as possible, but still make sure that it is uh, that there's actually space to do it. So lucky for us, you know, we upgraded the venue. Originally, we were at Fair Market in Austin, Texas, which was a really cool outdoorish venue. Um, however, we've ended up going with AT&T and they've been, you know, phenomenal to work with. So I know that I myself am looking forward to being there in the, in the flesh. Um, and seeing you guys and seeing, you know, what Loop have to offer over the course of that week. Of course, there's the after parties as well. More info to come out on that. But lots and lots of exciting things happening. Yeah, man, um, I just got added to the, to this ramen group. It's real. Yeah. So Ramen Lovers Club. This is it's going to be hilarious. I just found out. Awesome. So I didn't realize you weren't actually in that already. Well, it's, yeah, it's a real it's a real thing. I'm not I'm not lying. So, um, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. Going, it's well, going down and I'm. Sure, it's going to get competitive. Nice, nice. Uh, no, I'll suck at that. I, I, I struggle with uh, big bowls of noodles. I, I barely finished my uh, ramen or fur. So, um, but yeah, I'm, I think we're going to have to find out who in our team can represent and go hard with it. Um, so, uh, along with that, um, I haven't. We haven't told you guys, but this is uh, this is what we're doing. Uh, that's going to be kind of exciting. Ooh, we're actually well, doing a Easter egg hunt. Right, so they're not they're not actually Easter eggs. We're going to have QR codes hidden in places. Um, you know, we're not going to tell you guys either. Where if you pick up that QR code and you're the first to bring it to the booth, you will get a free NFT. Love it. 
Love it. I'm down for an Easter egg hunt. I'll be there with my QR. I'll be there with my – well, actually, if I as long as I can uh, get a moment to go and hunt, I'm sure I'll be probably talking to people via the media booth and things like that. But that is uh, that is going to be good fun. There's, there's so many things, honestly, that if you're not uh, paying attention to Danko R's show tomorrow night, you are a fool. Jump onto that one. Um, in the meantime, I would love if anyone's got any questions, I'm going to put the invite out there now just to say, hey, if you've got a question, jump up. Feel free to ask Maz. We've got another 20 minutes on the call with him. Uh, he's an absolute wealth of knowledge and there are lots of things happening at Loop that you know we can totally riff on over the next 20 minutes. So the space is open now for that. Um, and while we're waiting for any to see if there are any hands, I want to pop up and have a little conversation. I just want to check. Yeah, so, and then obviously, just, yeah. No, no, I was just, I was just guiding it. Look, I mean, uh, you know, uh, we, we can talk about anything because uh, I'm, I'm really passionate about uh, obviously projects and and things about uh, the Terra ecosystem. So whatever it is that, that you guys have, you know, whether whether it's related to uh, you know how to look at a project, uh, whether it's you know uh, around impact or what, some, something that you might be working on, yeah, very open to to those questions or, or even you know pl- plans for the TDX uh, Expo. Um, yeah, and we're, uh, one thing I didn't mention, we're, we're actually going to be running a, a hackathon in in July, so. Uh, Yes. Uh, that's going to be in Mexico. So the finalists will actually get to uh, go to a resort in Mexico. We're going to have some amazing mentors. It's a massive, massive brand name sponsors. Um, you know, and we're talking global brand name sponsors there too. So that's going to be quite exciting there as well. But um, yeah, no, look, very, very happy to answer any any kind of questions we've got. Um, uh, yeah, look. yeah, absolutely. Well, let's riff on that for a second, just because I myself am considering because I'm obviously coming from Australia, like you, I'm considering. Being that it's a you know long expensive trip etc cetera, etc cetera, it'd be nice to make the most of it and so I'm actually really considering being over there for maybe a month and mm. probably if I do do that I will probably be at this hackathon um, and so some of the details on the hackathon would be quite handy for myself but also anyone else that may be listening who wants to go yeah look uh, this is actually the first public announcement of the hackathon we we literally came up with it about a week and a half ago uh we've just um uh brought on uh, uh an events manager who's got lots of experience in a hackathon i think he might be uh Ilya. yeah he's, he's actually in, in in the crowd as well um you know he's, he's done hackathons for rmit which is you know one of the uh, kind of you know leading tech um uh, universities uh in melbourne here in australia and uh yeah he's just kind of you know organizing all of that stuff but um we, we haven't released exact details yet uh we're just just finalizing the website and we're just going to do a massive release but uh look it, it, it'll be around um uh Again, you know the same theme. You know, creating projects that actually create value. It'll be uh, uh, around you know DeFi products. It'll be around NFTs. It could be impact projects and also uh, around um, uh, um, yeah, metaverse. Obviously, you know metaverse and and you know we we, we started to look into GameFi as well. That that's an interesting space. So you know we haven't excluded that at all. But uh, yeah, lots of details to come, and we will have a hybrid event which is uh, uh online and uh and, and in person as well and the finalists and and some great mentors will be able to join us at the uh at, at, at the resort that we pick in uh, mexico fantastic and just i know that the details are coming but do you potentially have a uh, location and a date 
Uh, we, we do. Uh, you know what? The location, I honestly don't even know how to pronounce the name um, of this place in Mexico. It's it, it's, a, it's a beautiful, beautiful beach. Um, it's actually uh, west of Mexico City, um, on the west coast of Mexico. And uh, so it'll be by the beach. And uh, the date will be where we're just finalizing the exact dates. It will be late July. Um, and this will then, uh, I mean, yeah, I'm going to be in the region for, for about two or three months because we've got product launches in, in kind of, uh, you know, uh, South American countries as well. So, um, yeah, it'll, it'll be late July. Fantastic. And of course, you know, one of the things you were saying you were looking out for at the hackathon itself is potentially some impact projects. Now, I know Luke uh, has the uh, Infinity Impact Foundation. I'd be mm. curious to hear, like, you know, the, some of the finer details about that. What's what's going on there um, and what's sort of on the horizon for the Lunar, uh, sorry, the Loop Infinity Impact Foundation? Yeah, so look, uh, uh, this is where we're still developing the exact strategy, but the, the overall um, goal of this uh, foundation is to uh, do three things. One is to solve, solve the problems that, you know, traditional charity organizations have, which, you know, less than 50% of the funds actually reach the end beneficiary, right? It, it's a broken system and that's, that's all we have. Um, you know, amazing protocols like Angel Protocol, you know, uh, Chauncey, big shout out to Chauncey, uh, and we're early supporters of Angel Protocol uh, are solving this problem, you know, so really partnering up with um, uh, with, with Angel Protocol and, and various others to do that. Secondly, um, you know, we want to be hands-on, uh, not just kind of, you know, throwing money into impact projects or just earning, but we want to be able to leverage some of the projects that are coming through um, our experience, our team, our partnerships to be able to be hands-on. For example, you know, whether it's deploying solar panels, whether it's cleaning the ocean, whether it's a project um, that, uh, and there's a lot of projects coming up on carbon sequestration and, and monitoring um, uh, the, the, the benefit and, and the impact that it has. Planting trees, we're partnered with a project that has uh, drone tech, ch check them out actually, airseedtech.com. Uh, they their drones can plant uh, what is it, I think like four thousand trees a day. It's it's ridiculous and and it's crazy. And they're a young Aussie company as well. And so you know partnering with them. But there's a lot of other great partners. Um, but also you know green trees dot com, uh, which uh, they they plant about ten million trees per month by combining uh, you know tree planters uh, around the country in the US to uh, sequester carbon. Um, so you know some of the largest players. And and th that takes me to my third point around impact is that um, you know it, it's not enough to just put um, money into you know creating impact people have actually got to do things people need to be involved uh and, and work with others and i think you know partnership is is where uh partnerships and connections with the the right people in the right organizations is what's going to create impact so you know you don't even need money to, to create impact um you don't necessarily need capital if you have the right people that are connected you're going to be able to do th amazing things together and in, we want to be the hub for for that impact and i guess that's what the infinity foundation is uh, and, and just just as we're you know progressing uh, education and awareness in crypto through Loop Learn and the Terra Education Collective, where we've got amazing, uh, you know, educators around the world and, and who are focused on blockchain education, combining forces um, so everyone can grow together. We want to be able to do that for the uh, Infinity Impact Foundation as well and be very hands-on. And, you know, eventually we'll actually create a fund as well. Um, but, you know, maybe not because uh, Angel Protocol takes care of a lot of that already. Phenomenal. So much happening. And I just, I did click on the airseedtech.com. Obviously on the front page, it says hundred million trees by 2024. It looks like they're doing some really cool things. So I love that. I love what you're talking about. Uh, not needing to, it to be all money. It can be, you know, relationships and uh, that make this happen. And I actually heard a quote the other day, which really resonated, which was, uh, you know, relationships are the currency of life. And I think understanding mm -hmm. the impact that is possible when the, when the networks are built out that are built out out of, the highest of quality, you know, you, 
really the sky is the limit. And with that being said, speaking of networks, we've got a couple of people that have jumped up to speak and one of them happens to be an OC uh, stalwart. His name is Eager Crypto. I think he might have a question here. I'll bring him on and say, nice. ask away, sir. Yeah, great, thanks. Maz, great to meet you. I think we're in a couple of Telegram chats together. But yeah, Loop's doing some interesting things. Um, I'm here in Austin, so looking forward to hosting you, seeing you in June. Um, going to be a great conference. But uh, I had a couple of questions. You talked about going cross-chain with some of your apps. The Luna launcher, I think you said. Would that be like you can connect your MetaMask on different chains and then you could buy those Terra native tokens? Yeah, hey, hey, Igor, thanks for your question. I'm really excited to uh, hopefully meet in person in, in Austin. You know, you're, you're a local there, so you're going to probably have to show us around. Um, and uh, thanks for your question. Yeah, so so yes, uh, short answer is yes, absolutely. So you'll actually be able to connect uh, various types of wallets, um, uh, including MetaMask and then, uh, you know, the, the Binance wallets. Um, but also what we're working on already is the Kepler wallet integration. And then that's uh, what we'll be able to, uh, what you'll be able to use to actually uh, put in funds. And then, you know, utilizing the loop decks for you know conversions as well that makes our life much easier because you know we, we've, we've already got the decks fantastic yeah the loop um, exchange has been useful there's been a couple of coins that i couldn't exchange without that so thanks for doing that would that ever be cross-chain or is that just terra uh, look, I mean, we're, we're really focused on Terra. Um, you know, we, we've built it specifically on Terra with the first AMM decks uh, on Terra as well. And, um, you, you know, other, other decks are coming about, but there's there's a specific way we're moving forward. Um, so I, th I think, you know, it, it'll really be, you know, creating value for projects on Terra. Um, there, there's there's a, a bunch of, you know, uh, founders of chains that have reached out to us because they want us to build the same on, on their chains. So that's probably a, a midterm goal not an immediate priority but that midterm goal will actually be uh you know if we're building our dexes in uh, on other chains then yes you know there, there will be that cross chain for example we've got ibc we've got osmosis you know which, which we just added um there's massive popularity and that brought, brought in a ton of tvl uh, to terra so uh there there are plans but not immediate an excellent question by the way Fantastic. Yeah. And you guys do so much to educate the ecosystem. It's just amazing in this space how a lot of people just do things for the public good um, mm. because they want, you know, to grow the ecosystem. And, you know, we all have this shared interest in, in making Luna and, and the Luna ecosystem succeed. And I liked how you started off by saying that, you know, it kind of aligned with your values for the future of finance. And mm. uh, you talked about that a little bit. I, I'm kind of interested in hearing what you meant by that. but. Um, I guess when you got into discussion about Latin America and how they have such hyperinflation and, and how this could potentially, you know, be really life-changing for, for people and solve a lot of those basic economic problems, you know, people that can't get bank accounts, people that can't get credit. Um, so is that what you were talking about when, or what made you go to Terra? Yeah, yeah. Look, I mean that that's that's uh, that's actually half of it, but uh, it's also in, uh, kind of integrating, or I guess you know, taking uh, the financial system to the next level. Not just those that are disadvantaged and don't have access to finance. Um, you know, obviously that's the first place, and that's the biggest problem that we want to solve. So you know, if it's hard, if it's a big problem, we're, we're just gonna we're gonna go and do it. Um, that's kind of our motto. If it's hard, go and do it. Um, but uh, look, I mean, w w what I meant by future of finance. I mean, uh, as I mentioned, like my background's been in um, uh, investments in banking. In superannuation, all of that sort of stuff. Uh, by the way, superannuation is, um, uh, what do you got, a 401k um, in, in the US. So, so 
you know, there, there are a lot of problems that exist and it's it's still such a sluggish system. Um, and, you know, in Australia, we've only just got kind of, you know, real-time transfers between banks. Um, so what I really meant about that is, is not just solving these problems, but also just the existing upgrades to the existing infrastructures that exist. Uh, for example, um, uh, one of my good friends, he's putting the ASX onto the blockchain, uh, the Australian Stock Exchange onto the blockchain. Literally, they're, uh, they're putting the code, which uh, all smart contracts, I mean, it's, it's a closed chain, but that's, that's what will happen, right? So that's the type of innovation that's already happening. And so the, the future of finance part uh, and why we chose Luna um, and, and, and Terra to build on is uh, we saw that, okay, well, first of all, the transaction speeds. Um, you know, the other day I was doing doing Ethereum transfer and, and it hits me every time. And I, I really don't want to participate on it, but, you know, Ethereum's too big to ignore. Um, so number one is the transaction speeds. Number two is the transaction costs, you know, like less than one cent for, for, for most transfers. And, you know, within about seven seconds, you've got tra- transfers happening. Uh, and then you've also got the mass adoption, which means that more and more people are going to be using it. And Terra is built for DeFi. Um, and the, 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 the biggest thing, you know, out of, out of everything, is the superpower that that the Terra chain has, which is the UST, right? Um, the 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 only algorithmic uh, uh, stablecoin um, compared to other stablecoins. I mean, not that you know other stablecoins are, are bad, but this algorithmic stablecoin, which can then be backed by currencies, uh, uh, other cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin, it actually keeps everything uh, on chain. Uh, yeah, I won't go into too much detail on that, but really, that's what Terra is built for. It's it's built for uh, decentralized finance. Um, and, you know, it, it just optimizes everything through the smart contracts. And look, I mean, finally, it's also worthwhile mentioning that, you know, Rust, uh, and, and I'm not a developer myself, but I've spoken to, you know, enough developers to understand and, and people that have, have had no experience with Rust, which is the framework that Terry uses and, and Cosmosm, is that it's it's very easy to pick up. You know, I spoke to a developer who's an absolute gun and, and, and I introduced him to Rust and he's like, two weeks later he's like i've learned it like I, I can code it rust i was like wow that's amazing he's like yeah this is awesome like you know it's it's optimal it's fast speeds and and i think you know the other thing that uh, you know we're on the cosmos sdk is the actual sustainability part you know about being able to be carbon neutral so it checks like every single box that you need to check um for uh for for you know what you want to build on the chain fantastic thank you you're welcome and thanks for the questions Comprehensive answer. Love that one. We've got one other speaker up here. Thank you for that question, Eager Crypto. Uh, we've got PBR713. Feel free to ask your question there. Yes, good evening. Uh, I'm in the States, so it's late night here. Um, I was just curious, what is in the future for Loop? I mean, what kind of protocols or, or um, different different uh things that you're looking forward to if do you have anything on the horizon and also i want to touch base you talk about um you know third world countries where the the banking is not there and you want to find a way for them to to use their money to make money how do you how do you feel about play to earn games in countries of uh that nature yeah uh, so so that's a two-part question um uh, i'll answer the first part so look i mean we're, we're very open to whatever sorts of um, projects so we we kind of classify um our products which are loop products and then we classify uh projects you know which are other projects like lunart like hybrid and lunar launcher that come through so we're able to actually you know progress forward with uh with with, with both priorities and so 
we look for uh, protocols that are going to be enduring, sustaining, and actually solve problems, right? That, that's kind of at the, at the base level of it. And also, you know, solutions that are not just for people who are, you know, crypto experts or blockchain experts, you know, these are products and solutions that just mums and dads can use, um, you know, to really move into the new era of technology. And so that's really kind of, you know, what we focus on. Um, and then uh, the next part of the question I think you had was uh, about looking at uh, GameFi, right? So it's interesting that you asked that because literally just um, – uh, just just last week, you know, we're, we're having a conversation because we haven't got anything, any any GameFi uh, in our portfolio, and we haven't, you know, I, 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 I see a lot of projects that I come across my desk, but uh, and I have to admit, you know, I'm I'm definitely not an expert in GameFi um, and uh, and gaming, you know. Uh, I've played games in the past uh, uh, myself, but, you know, not when it comes to GameFi. And so I think, you know, uh, and what we've done very quickly just over the last week is really started creating partnerships with VCs and other experts in gaming. In fact, uh, you know, uh, spoke to um, uh, someone who, who's an absolute expert in the space. Um, and, you know, he said, yeah, look, you know, any, any projects that you have come through, let me know. I'll, I'll, I'll explain to you. But um, one of the things that uh, that really resonated talking to another VC and, you know, just as I was kind of, you know, educating myself and asking questions and learning as much as possible, about the game uh, part because I, I can assess the quality of the project and the financials, but I don't know whether the game is actually going to be good and, and engaging enough. Um, uh, so, you know, it, it needs to have that. But one of the most important things that I uh, kind of well, learned is that the GameFi projects are actually uh, targeted towards, uh, you know, lower income communities and third world countries because it's actually an income generating uh, potential for them, um, which which was kind of, I mean, you probably already know that. Um, uh, I mean, did you know that PBL? Is that something that, is that where your question is coming from? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I, yeah. I definitely knew that as a, yeah. as a topic. Yes. Yeah, perfect. Okay, no, and, and that's why it's a great question. But I mean, look, uh, and and that's kind of you know these sorts of things. It's like, oh wow, okay, that just really changes my picture on GameFi, um, and you know I haven't focused on it before. So now you know we're we're, we're going to take a serious focus on it. In fact, we're just getting um, uh, you know GameFi and Metaverse uh, and combination of the two as well. Just getting the uh, team uh, all Oculus uh, Oculus Two, so that we we can, you know we can all start start living in the Metaverse as well. Um, but uh, yeah, look, I mean, uh, uh, I think. Yes, there, there is a focus. We want to start seeing more and more projects come through. I really want to engage with you know some of the gaming projects there, and I, I think I've realized also uh, just today why Terra hasn't really had a huge gaming community. Um, but I, I'd actually love to hear your thoughts. I mean, you know, some sounds like you're in the game five space. W what do you think is the reason that Terra doesn't have such a big uh, kind of you know gaming um, uh, community or, or gaming play? Well, I think we're we're really young. We are mm. we're pretty far behind um not that the blockchain or the technology is behind but we're just behind in general because of dates so to speak mm. you know we we're mm. gonna get there it's gonna happen i mean ust i believe is going to be everywhere mm. and i think play to earn games are going to give people a way that to earn significant more income than they could in wherever they're at um, mm. maybe not for everybody but for quite a lot of people i think are going to be able to earn more money than they could you know going working at the hardware shop or the the fish exchange or whatever yeah. is in their in their in their uh demographic if that makes sense 
Yeah, yeah. Look, I, I had another view, and I wonder if if, if this is um, you know uh, correct as well. Is that yeah? So de- definitely, it's a timing thing, and you know we're growing um, with GameFi as well. Uh, I think you know what Terra attracted initially. Uh, let's say you know people in the finance industry like myself, and also developers. You know that they can develop quickly, um, but then not necessarily you know, so many gamers that, that they came into it because that wasn't the focus. And maybe that's, you know, that, that could be another reason that we're a little bit behind. Do you think that's the case or, or, or not really? I'm sorry. Could you repeat? Um, I, I was listening, but the question went over my head. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I was, I was just thinking, you know, do, do, you, do you share that view as well where uh, I think, you know, while we're a little bit behind on GameFi because it's mainly been focused on DeFi and uh, focused on uh yeah, I guess you know financial instruments and things like that, and 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 on developers, but not necessarily on games, and that's also why we're a little bit behind. I think um, a lot of smart money is here, if that mm. makes sense. And yeah. I think that you know, s- smart money aren't playing games every day. If that makes sense, I don't, yeah. I don't know, I don't know. That's just my thoughts on. It. I think money, real, real smart money is here to begin with. And then yeah. the rest will come. Yeah, no good insight. And man, I'd love to connect with you. Sounds like you're in the gaming space. I'd love to learn, you know, whatever kind of nuggets of gold that you have to offer. So yeah, it, it'd be awesome um, to 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 connect on Twitter after this. Awesome. I'm, I'm all ears. I'm all ears. <laughs> and thanks for your questions. Appreciate it, PBR. Really appreciate your question there. It's very uh, very quality questions, PBR. Um, what we'll do, we'll start wrapping it up, seeing as it is almost two, almost bang on the hour. This has gone so quickly, and I am just still trying to soak in everything that has been said. I'll definitely be listening to this one back on terraspaces.org later on in the day. Um, Maz, in the last couple of minutes that you've got here, are there any things uh, that you haven't yet said that you want to let people know about? Uh I've said quite a lot, so I'm going to keep it concise. Uh, I would really love to see anyone that's going to be coming to the Teradux Expo. We've got some amazing stuff planned. You know, uh, Doc, Doctor and his team are already uh, dropping stuff as well. So, look, uh, I think you know uh, to participate, like get get into the Loop community, um, reach out to me directly or or, or, or our teams. Um, you know, we want to be able to partner with you if you um, you know have uh, have a passion for crypto, if you uh, have an idea, if you have a project. You know, please reach out to us like we're all about partnerships so we're all about um uh projects and uh and then you know i made a joke the other day we're also all about parties so uh yeah let's 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 have some fun while we build the future together yes and let's eat a ton of ramen mate i've really appreciated having you on the call today it's been an absolute uh ball of a time and anyone that isn't yet uh in the loop discord or the loop twitter or anything like that go and jump in there because there is just a ton of alpha that is coming your way whether you know it or not. With that being said, as per usual, thank you to Terra Spaces. Thank you to my good man, Edwin D. Monroy, who's currently hosting the Orbital Command Space. It's been a pleasure having a conversation with everyone. I'm going to get some lunch now. So have yourselves a wonderful day. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, Dr. Edwin. Catch you later, guys. See you, mate. See you, guys. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was the Loop Ventures AMA hosted by Dr. Doscoin with Orbital Command, recorded on Wednesday, April 13th, 2022. This episode of The Ether was brought to you by Intern Capital. Everyone knows interns make the world go round, so when it comes to picking out your interns, make sure you choose the best. The best you say, that's right, the best. And everyone knows all the best interns come from Intern Capital. 
Be sure to follow Intern Capital on Twitter and keep an eye out April 14th for the Intern FT Mint launching on One Planet. Links are in the show notes. And for more information, check out intern.capital. Be sure to follow Intern Capital on Twitter for daily ship posts and stock tips. This episode of the Ether was also brought to you by Talus. Talus Protocol is the NFT platform for independent artists on Terra. Talus helps to provide artists with the tools and resources needed to transition from traditional art into the NFT world. With their V1 launch coming soon, Talus will be the place to see real-world art reflected on Terra. Be sure to join their Telegram and follow Talus on Twitter for updates on their roadmap, validator, and other Talus news. Find your next favorite artist on talus.art. Terraspaces appreciates the support from all our sponsors. For Terraspaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. Well, we blow through the dust, volcanoes erupt. No one ever guessed that the game would be tough. Keep a hands off when the play is a bust. Plain old and just, so we keep it on the one. Blast off on the two. Help me see the three. Third eye open wide, checking out the scene. Laser beam focused, star scream jokers. Living off the fat of the people they approach. Tell me what happens when the land fights back. With the cliffs at our backs, make the last stand matter. No one ever planned for the famine on deck. We was walking all erect with the dead man's swagger. Sitting in a little den. Vision in the middle, men listen to the fatal man play a little ditty, then talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian, lost in the maze, trying to make the next bubble billion. Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian, lost in the maze, trying to make the next bubble billion. Little den vision in the middle men Listen to the fiddle man Play a little ditty then Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian Lost in the maze trying to make the next No one gave a shit till the drugs all dried up Everybody died from a bad batch of Lysol But it didn't matter we was all hyped up When the pedal hit the metal he just didn't have the right skill Watched in the daytime till the night curfew Rats in a cage till they make time to murk you Got a little job that falls under my purview We gotta get this mob away from the Birds view. Gotta find cover, wipe off the bird poop, ride off the work while you try on the worst juice. Blinded by perps who try to reverse truth, slide like Fox News just trying to lie to you. Eating up the slop like a bunch of hungry vagrants. I can't wait for the day they lock us up in stasis. Mock up a basement, could call me resilient. Waiting for the internet to make me a billion. Vision in the middle, men listen to the fiddle man play a little ditty, then talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian, lost in the maze, trying to make the next billion. Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian, lost in the maze, trying to make the next billion. Ten spaces.